Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ED. Oh. It's the day before. Uh huh. The day before. Uh huh. For the third time. Uh huh. Oh, man. This is the Believe 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. It is Rams week once again for the third time this season. And this one for the right to go to the Super Bowl. We'll break all of that down. We'll talk a little bit about Jimmy G as well. Uh, We'll get ED's keys. But first, I encourage you and remind you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or a follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead, hit that like or follow button. Uh, Feel free to hit us up on social media. I'm at rhaylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore and on Instagram I'm at watch Ray Ray he is at Eric Davis underscore 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 as always we're brought to you by the fine folks at bet online and of course they would like to wish you a happy new betting year as bet online continues its march towards the playoffs and beyond bet online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action in 2022 new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to get started football basketball hockey boxing ufc whatever it is you want they got it even your favorite vegas casino games so bet online has you unlocked for 2022 bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts he is super bowl champion eric davis i'm rashawn haylock we're also on youtube go ahead and, and yep. subscribe on uh on, on youtube as well so ed here we go Mm-hmm. For for the third time, and it's hard to find the stats. There's so many like misleading numbers out there. Like I I, I read one stat the other day that just made my head hurt uh, <laughs> about this whole you know meeting the team for the third time and the success of, of all that and the percentages or whatever. And one one of them was just speaking gibberish. So I I I got nothing from that except you know probably a little dizziness. But here we are for the third time. Niners have beaten the Rams six straight times, including both meetings this year. And if we really pare this down, the Niners have, have they've, the, the Rams have sort of been the, the get right team or the get on track team, if you will, for, you said the, it, I didn't. <laughs> the, the, for the Niners this year. I mean, let, let, let's call a spade a spade, right? Monday night, there was no way to ramp the the Niners were supposed to win that game, right? And they just beat all up on them, and that led to the beginning of the transformation and the change uh, of the season and, and the outlook and, and things and, and how that second half ended up playing out for the Niners. And then week eighteen, Rams could have put the Niners to bed for good. Said we'll see y'all next fall. That didn't happen. Must win scenario. 
must-win scenario for the Niners. They and need for, to win for both teams because that would have given the second seed to the Rams as well, correct? They, they, they would have given the Rams a second seed, which meant an additional home game, um, which they end up getting anyways, thanks to the Niners. Uh, you're welcome, LA. Anyways, um, but so you you look at it and they needed the Saints to lose or win. Saints took care of their business. They won. So it ended up being a must-win situation for the Niners in, in week 18. And they beat them to get into the postseason, right? Overcoming the 17-point deficit uh, in the first half to, to, to be able to get that done. So you look at the way this season has progressed. The Rams have been the team that have sort of been like a springboard or a launching pad of sorts for the Niners this season. And now here we are Sunday, right? This for the opportunity to get to Super Bowl 56. Now, there's a lot made about playing a team three times and not just playing a team three times, but beating a team three times. And we got into this a little bit earlier in the week. You kind of were like, eh, you kind of brushed it off a little bit. Why? Why? Why why are we making a big not we but well, me say who is we yeah, not yeah not we as in you and me but I, I think the 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 narrative why is the narrative being made a bigger deal than than you believe it is when it as it relates to playing and beating a team for the third time in the same season? Um because that's what people do. I guess you gotta find a reason to get nervous. I personally don't lose sleep doing Rams a week. I've told you that. I've told you that. Uh, it's it's really, really simple. Football is not that complicated. It's not. It's about matchups. The game is about matchups. So what I had the trick is finding winnable matchups, be that positions, be that individual players be that styles of play as long as i can identify the fact that i have a winnable matchup and then force you into a situation to where that winnable matchup of mine is prominent you can't beat me you simply can't beat me if i am faster let's just say you are a better three-point shooter than me and but i'm faster than you running the 40. Where should I make the bet? Racing or playing basketball? You probably want to meet me on the track. I'm going to meet you on the track. And if you're dumb enough to meet me on the track, I'm not going to beat you. It's not going to be hard for me to beat you three in a row. It's not. I'll beat you every time because I'm faster than you. So what you have to do is find some way to get it on the basketball court. And if you can't, if you can't get me over on the court, you don't have a chance of winning. Now you can tell yourself, wait a minute, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to get faster and I'm going to train and I'm going to do all of these things. And maybe this day I'm going to outrun him today, or maybe something's going to go wrong. Maybe he's going to have a bad ankle or he's going to pull a hammy. You got to, you got to go on that hope that you got to hope that you can do something because you already know I'm faster than you. Football's that simple. If I, if I make you do what I do best and you can't stop it, you won't stop it. So whether I play you two times in one season, three times in one calendar year, 18 times in a month, 
If I'm faster, I'm going to outrun you. And that's the mindset that I have going into it. It's also the mindset you have as my opponent going into it. You know I'm faster than you. And when you see us on the track, what's going to happen? You're going to be like, oh, man, here we go again. Because you already know you can't outrun me. That is the story of the Rams and the Niners. Okay? It's that simple. They keep trying to get take them on the track when they need to be behind the three-point line. And the same thing is going to happen Sunday. It's not going to change because that's what happens. So I'm not worried about it. What, what, what make, why can't I beat you three times in a row when I've already beaten you six times in a row? I don't only because I don't have to beat you six in a row or seven in a row. I only have to beat you once. Those games are gone. I only have to beat you once. You're the one concerned about the last six. <laughs> Not me. Okay, so let me, let me play devil's advocate here, right? Let let's just take a snapshot okay. of that first half from week 18. Mm-hmm. If if you're the Rams, you're feeling like you let an opportunity slip away right okay. you feel like you had it you feel like you were in control you tell yourself and, that and you squandered a 17 point lead got it you feel like if you can play that way if you can duplicate okay. that type of energy effort enthusiasm physicality mm-hmm. which I, I mentioned that was as I, I watched a lot of rams games got it that was as physical of a half as i've ever seen them play right mm-hmm. so you feel like okay we can do that for four quarters then that bodes well for us. Okay. To which you say, um, you did that. You did. You you played as physical as you possibly could. You handed it to the Niners. You came in and you were on top of things. Things clicking, passing game, defensively, like as you said, special teams. You were a physical ball club. Got you seventeen nothing lead, and it didn't last. You couldn't sustain it. You didn't drop your level of play. What happened is what the other team just did the Usain Bolt on you. You thought you were winning the race, and they just walked you down. And that's what happened. You gave your best in a moment where you had an opportunity to sing the Niners a lullaby. You could have put them to bed. The season would have been over. You wouldn't even have to worry about this. The Rams would be on their way to the Super Bowl. But guess what? The one piece, just block, little green rock of kryptonite that you've been trying to avoid, it's about to get carried right back into SoFi, and the same thing is going to happen. You played as well as you possibly could, and it still didn't give you enough distance to Did win. You think the that was the Rams' best punch when we that saw in that the, first half against the Niners. That was the best punch that they could give, and the Niners survived it. So, as the Rams, you can say, "Look, we did this. We put ourselves in that situation. We did all these things. All we have to do." Well, no, you did that. You did it, and it still wasn't good enough. So, this is the thing. First, first meeting, Rams were a better football team. They were a better football team at that time. And they should have won the game. Because you know how, how I am about it, going into it, even when we're, when we're looking against, you know, matchups and things like that. I'll see if, if someone's better. You know that. 
I don't scout with my heart. And and I look at it at the time, I was like, these are not the, the, the Rams. I, at that time, I was like, the Rams are a better squad. They're a better squad. But what do we say? But the Niners always find a way to beat them. I was like, the, the Rams are better. They were a better football team. Yeah. The Niners, since that point, I mean, they've won nine, ten games. Yeah. Lost a couple. The Niners. So this is the thing that everyone keeps losing sight of going into this game. Is that the Niners are actually a really good football team right now. They are a good football team. They are playing well. Their record even says that they are playing well. They are a very good football team. What throws people off, what throws people off is what we talk about all the time. They win ugly. So since it's not pretty, it can't be good. Since it's not what Patrick Mahomes does or what the borough does or, you know, what Allen, it's, you know, even what Matt Stafford does, it can't be good. Um, They are a good football team going against the Rams are a good football team. You don't make it to the NFC championship if you're not good, but they're, this, this is a good football team coming into their house and the style that the Niners play is not conducive to success for the Rams. So again, I say it, if the, if the Rams allow the Niners to play the brand of football that they have played thus far, in the playoffs, not just against them, that they've played for the last two months, they can't beat them. They won't beat them. They are, they're going to have to make it a different type football game. And the issue with trying to make it a different type game against a physical team is that that is hard to do. If I'm, It's hard to figure out a different way to play when I'm punching you in the beak. So they have to hope that the Niners try to do something differently. Because if they do the same thing, you're going to have the same results. The Niners are going to the Super Bowl. And that's the thing you've been hearing from both of these coaches is you're not you're not going to trick anybody this time around, right? This is the third time you face a team in the season. This is a divisional opponent. There are no secrets, really. Uh, and, and as Kyle put it, you just got to go beat them. You just, you just got to go beat them. It just, it just comes down to that. And – the simplification of that, do, do, do you believe the simplification of that makes this more of a, a, a gives the Niners an edge? This is not, it's not an unusual opponent. Um, this is not, this is not one of those teams that uh, you don't have, you haven't had reps against. You go into this game, you understand the strength of the, of the opponent in front of you. That matchup that you have in front of you, you know how strong he is, how big he is, how fast he is, how quick he is. All those things are there. You even know what you've done well against him and the issues that you've had against him. All of those things are there. I know you. You know me. So what do I say? It's about it's now it's about execution and excelling. It's, that's what it's not about competing. Everybody's going to compete. But you know, you know my thoughts on com- competing. Competing, you're just trying. That's all, <laughs> that's all competing is. You're gonna try really hard. Okay, everyone's gonna try. You're getting paid to try. Of course, you're gonna compete. And coaches say that all the time. You hear players like, "We just gotta compete." No, 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 no. We don't have to just compete. You have to excel. 
you 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 have to get the job done against the other person who's competing for the same prize. I gotta outrun you to win the race. So, yeah, it's it's really it's it's simplified. I, I told you, it's not that it's football's not that hard. These coaches are saying saying it's the exact same thing. They gotta come in and you just gotta just do the job and you just gotta do the job better. So the question is again finding those matchups. How how do I win? How do what? What area do I have to avoid? Key to success, you know you've heard me say this. Key to success in the NFL is knowing what you can't do. I tell them all the time, DBs, even when I was still playing, I would tell guys, dude, one of the keys to success is knowing what you can't do and avoiding it at all costs because you know that's where your opponent is going to try to put you into that position. Now, the problem with physical football is that it's legal i can hit you as hard as i choose to under control within the framework of the rules there is nothing that says i have to just lay my hands on you i can put these things on you and try to put them completely through you like i'm thanos or something if i choose to i can do whatever i want to that's that's the game and you can't you can't legislate that out of the game. That's what people always say. Football is getting soft and all this stuff. And, and the rules are this. And when you guys used to play, and I tell people all the time, football ain't changed that much. The game is still the game. The game is the game. And you can still hit people really hard. And trust me, they still react to being hit really hard. And we're going to see that on Sunday. And I'm so happy. The night, dude, the Rams. I'm going to let you talk, man. I got to stop. But the Rams, they screwed up when they let them in the playoffs. They screwed up. Sean McVay knows that. The players on the team know that. There are hopes right now. If you are sitting around as a Ram fan, as a Ram player or coach, and your key to victory is well, this is the third time, and it's hard for us to beat you three times in a row. <laughs> you bumped your head on something. You better come up with a better plan than that. <laughs> so why, why did you play? Did you did you ever play a team three times? Um, no, and, and I, you know what? I'll tell you this. I got this tweet last night, and someone was talking about, "Well, you never played the Rams three times in one season." I, and I told him, I said, "It's not my fault they weren't good enough to make it to round three. I was there. They never showed up to the party. I literally beat them six years in a row, twice a year. And you're going to tell me, well, you couldn't have beat them three times. And like, well, like, yes, we would have. We would have beaten them like we beat them every other time because we were better than them and they didn't match up. And it ain't my fault that they didn't make it. If they make it, then there you go. Like a couple years ago, what? The Niners in Seattle, they were playing each other three times a year because they were both good enough to get there. They were both good enough to get there. It's not my fault if you don't show up. <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast and Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. So there, we're, we're going to get back into that in, in, in just a sec. But first... I want to talk a little bit about Jimmy, right? And so I've been on my soapbox a little bit this week. It has been just the Jimmy conversation, just ad nauseum, right? Just oh, all over. Lord. And people got a whole lot of got things to say. Huh? 
But I, this this isn't the time for that right now, right? So I, we'll 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 get into we'll we'll get into that 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 later. But um, there is a, a a different part of the conversation which I found interesting, and it's kind of came back to the surface. It, it came out after that week eighteen win, and now it, it's kind of come back to the surface as well. Uh, Jimmy and, and and Juice had a moment prior to the Rams game and, and Juice, you know, went up to Jimmy saying, look, this may be our last game together. You know, this our, this is our last regular season game together, right? And, and Jimmy has that mindset of, you know, every time he puts on the jersey, it could be the last time. And Kyle is talking about how open and candid, you know, he's been with Jimmy about it. And and everybody's just been open. And, and Kyle feels like that's helped. Um, that's helped everybody to be better and to perform their job. And it really spoke to something that you said way back when in terms of this is going to allow us to know, you know, if Jimmy is a in spite of guy or not. And and he's pretty much shown that. And from the comments that we've heard from Kyle, you know, it, it's, it's pretty and, and Jimmy as well. Um, and the articles that have been written is pretty much said that said the same thing. Is this a real thing, though? Like the fact that they know everybody knows this is or could possibly be it for Jimmy could this be a real thing that this has sort of been a a galvanizing type of thing for these guys for that locker room um you know what I think people put too much into that see everyone because that means I'm winning it I'm trying to win it for Jimmy I'm actually like I just we were having, you know, the, the pod before the pod where I was like, not like, no, you want to win too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm Fred Warner. I want to win. I'm Trent Williams. I want to win. I'm Jimmy Ward. I want to win. I'm, I'm, I'm um, Nick Bosa. I want to win. I, I'm not doing this just for Jimmy. Jimmy better do his damn job. Now, do I feel comfortable and confident that Jimmy can do his job and by him and by me being comfortable, comfortable and, and, and content with the fact that he can do his job. See, that's the obligation that I, that I talk about. You know, we've had this conversation. I'm obligated. And once you understand that as a player, that's when you have a, ch- a chance. And the more people you have on your team that understands the obligation of being a teammate, that's when a team can get good because I'm obligated to do my job at, at such a high level um, and excel at my job, not compete, excel at my job so that you are comfortable in focusing on just your job. Because the only way you're going to be great at your job is to focus on your job and not having to cover for me. So people put way too much into this. Well, Jimmy is doing this and Jimmy is doing that. I like him. Do I believe he can do his job? Yes. Am I comfortable with him doing his job? Yes. But I got to focus on me. I got to do my job. Because what Jimmy not being here or being here next year doesn't affect the fact if I go out there and, and I poo poo on the field. I may not be here. You next might year. not be back here next year because 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 the same season is on the line. The same thing is at stake. And if I'm the reason we don't make it, I won't be here. I won't be around. They're gonna get rid of me. So hopefully that answers your question. I don't. I think there's too much is just put into that. I the I think really what galvanized the team was that the coaching staff stopped saying, do we play this guy? When do we insert this guy? Do we, you focused on the plan. This is the plan of success. This is because now how do we win? 
No, it's not going to be five touchdown passes a game. Actually, the run game is not going to – it's got to be a mix and match. And who are my guys? Well, wait a minute. Uh, you can catch this, but Debo can do that. And he can do this. And defensively, well, I lost this guy and that guy, but when we played this coverage, these things work. And this combination of D linemen can get pressure from these angles. And this is the guy who I can blitz in this situation. All of those things they started to focus on, the plan. And when they started doing that, this team started winning at a huge clip. And again, it throws people off because it's not pretty. But that's what, yeah, but no, that's the thing. All Jimmy wins and the people around him believe that they can win with them. And you don't have to have, I've played on teams. My Carolina Panthers team that went to the NFC Championship, that I still say one of the best teams I ever played on. I hate that that team didn't win a championship so people would really focus on how good that team was. That was a really good football team. It wasn't pretty. It was physical. We beat people up as the Niners. We beat you up. We That's how we played. And we would just wear you down like that. And we knew that our offense – we might have to win 17-14. Hell, we might have to win 10-7. We might have to win 9-6. Then we'd have days where we would win, you know, it might be 30-something 30, 30 to 17. But that's that's the Niners. That's who they are right now. It wins. It works. But, no, this is not galvanizing and win one for Jimmy. No, I, I don't believe that. Guys are trying to win. Guys see that this is a good football team that has a chance to win the championship. And I told you there were only two teams in the playoff that scared me. And I'm just going to go on out. I'll go out on a limb and let you know the Rams ain't one of them. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the Rams beat one of the teams that 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 you mentioned, that, the, that you're speaking of, the Cardinals. Um, and then you look over in AFC, um, the Bills are no longer involved, right? And so that's mm-hmm. – that, and and that's a team that I thought those were the two teams. You're, you're, those, yeah, yeah, just to put it out there, those are the two teams that scared me when it came to matchups. That as as far as matching of player, as I said, players, um, units or styles. Where can you win across the board? It, I I think it would be hard. It would have been hard for the Niners to match up and consistently say, I can be better than you in this. And when, like, the Niners can be better than the Rams playing a physical brand of ugly football and make them not do what they do well. And that's it. And that's if the if the Rams don't change that, it's not even about getting a big lead. It's not, we saw that. So it's not even about getting a lead. It's changing how they play, and they can't do that in a week. That, that, that and, and that's that's not. I mean, we saw they had that first half, right? And it was not sustainable for two halves, right? No. That, that's nothing that you can you can't change your identity. No, in no, you know, you're not week, that with you're not week, week that twenty, that week twenty one, whatever this is, right? Well, well, like I said, you can't teach tough. You can't teach tough. You 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 can't. You can't make somebody like that sting. You have to. What did I tell you about Ambry? And I said this to him. I felt I was. I said it to him. I got to see you. Learn, you got to learn to drop your stinger, bro. You you gotta you gotta learn that I I, I got to seek out this contact. That's playing defense in the NFL. You got to want to hit somebody. 
You got to want to put your hands on them. You got to want to run through somebody where it's just second nature. Coach can't teach you that. What what a story, right? I mean, I, I remember this time last week, <laughs> you you drop in the you drop in the news. Amory may not be available, and, and and you you get to the point where you know Niners fans are somewhat freaking out, like, man, we're gonna be there. Like, Amory's not playing. Like, he's not gonna play. Like, like, how did we get here? Right? Like, if if. Like no one would have thought that you, you know, got a chance to play and did right? the entire time we were trying to figure out. You know, on this show we were trying to figure out why is he not playing. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, he was a wall. He he wasn't listed. They weren't talking about him. There was nothing. And I was like, I don't know if he's injured. I don't know. And I, and I said it's either he doesn't understand the system. He's hurt. Um, they made a mistake. Um, and we won't know until he hits the field. Because I was like, why is he not playing? Because the other guys were hurt. That's why you. That's why you. You throw them out there. They did. Hell, they did it to me. They did it to Mert. And guess what? We grew. We grew up. But because you can't get better until you play, and they threw him out there, finally. And he's growing up. There's yeah. just one of so many great stories. A part of this season. Uh, a part of this not, team. Well, not as great as it will be after this victory. <laughs> Going to the Super Bowl, and in the same offseason, offseason, on the way to the Super Bowl, the turnaround that has happened with the coaching, with the coaching staff, and all this stuff. And both, I'm gonna say it before this game because we said it back before the last Ram game. What did I say? That I believe out of all the things and all the mismanagement and all the mistakes and thinking it through, I said that this, I thought that this was a great coaching job, getting this team to the playoffs. Yeah, we said, yeah, I said you, it. you said it before. I said, I, it before. I, said I it wouldn't before. go there until after. I wouldn't yeah, go there until after. It was I was like, this yeah. is a good yeah. coaching job, getting this team in position to do all this. And especially you win this game and get into the play. I was like, this is a very good coaching job because you have to figure these things out. Coaching is about adjusting. It's about making adjustments because you think you're right. You make this plan, and the hardest, and the hardest, and most difficult, but the number one attribute of a coach is to be able to walk into a room full of professionals that understand what it is you're trying to do and where your short your shortcomings are. To excuse me, to walk into that room and say, "Man, I know I told you that this was going to happen. It didn't work." Trust me, do it this way and it will. Yeah. To be and, to get, and that takes the buy-in from those 53 guys. Thank you. In to that get a room. group of men to believe yeah. that you know what you're doing, that is good. And he flipped the switch. Look at where they are. And going into this Super Bowl, making it to the Super Bowl, you go, you take out Dallas, the Green Bay Packers, and the Rams. <laughs> Can it get any better? It, 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 it's. I mean, this this last stretch has been incredible, right? I mean, it it, it really it really has been. But but just going back to your point about Kyle, like not only was it good, but it's also hard, right? Because you're talking about credibility here at this point, right? And and I'm sure there's like there's guys will. 
I believed you the first time, like, and that didn't work. Why should I believe you now? And there's a whole lot of that, you know, you got to combat against. But just the trust that those guys had in him inside that locker room to be able to flip the switch and, and to be able to turn this thing around as drastically as they did. Remember, I mean, this team was about one loss away from Trey being the starter for the rest of the season, right? If we keeping it a buck. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably. And here we are now. Yeah. If they had lost that game to the Rams, you're right. If they had lost that Monday night game to the Rams, Trey would probably um, have been the starter and they would not. And I'm sorry, people. Everyone keeps telling me, oh, anybody could have done this. And Trey, the Niners would not have made the playoffs. You would not be in this position if Jimmy Garoppolo was not your quarterback. You would not. I'm not. No knock on Trey and his ability or what he's going to become. He was not ready. He was not ready to take a team to the playoffs yet. Yeah, it's amazing. People are still saying this now, leading up to this game. Um, that's neither here nor there. We're gonna get to no. your keys, Ed. Um, matter of fact, let's let's just go ahead and, and, and do that right now. Keys no. to the game: Niners, Rams, NFC Championship game, SoFi Stadium, three forty p.m. local time, Fox on Sunday. Ed's keys to the game. What you got? They're really simple. We, they've talked about it. There are no secrets in this game. You make it a fight from start to finish. The Niners make it a fight, and if the Rams, which I do believe they will be, I actually think that they are going to try to prove to themselves that they can stand up to the bully. So since they're going to do that, don't disappoint them. And from the very start, just beat them up. And it won't even be hard. This game won't even be hard if the Rams come out and try to play that. So that's what you do. You come into the game with that mindset and you play. Now, along with that, expect them, the trick plays, the over the top, because that's what the Rams should do. The Rams should try to make this a high scoring affair throw the ball all across the yard. You brought in Matthew Stafford for this game, to win this game and move you forth. So you want to play that pretty football? He should throw the ball 40 times. That's what should happen. If they decide to come in and play the other way and show how tough they are, as I said, then it's going to be an easy day and you just beat them up all over again. But that is it. You make this an ugly football game. I've said it every single game of the playoffs. And I'm going to say it once again make it ugly. Teams understand that when games are close like that, the Niners know how to win those games. And it's going to put the pressure on the Rams like it always has. And they're going to crumble. So. Just play the same brand of football that has won how many games now? That 12, 11, 12, I don't even know how many games they won. That's it. That is the key. It, everyone should know that. That's the key to success for the Niners. Physical, ugly football in all phases. Niners go to the Super Bowl. That will be 12, 10, 10 and 7 regular season, two playoff wins. Uh, that, that that will be 12. Uh, those are ED's keys to the game, Niners and Rams. NFC Championship game Sunday on Fox, 3.30, 3.40 p.m. local time.
Uh, of course, we'll be back here to break that down for you uh, next week. The I, I, there's some, very interesting to, to what you what you said there. I, I think that I think it also sort of speaks to just the slow starts, right? The Niners have had two of the last three games, right? The first one against the Rams. Um, I don't know that I necessarily called Dallas a slow start, but definitely against the Packers for sure. Was that really? If he, if he, again, perception. The Packers had seven points at the half. Well, I'm, points. I'm, I'm speaking offensively. Well, but well, the defense was playing well, and, and Nicole, and you're on the road, and it's a playoff, and you're going against a good team, and people may think, like I said, you're not going to play against a bad unit in the playoffs. Well, yeah, but, but they, the, I mean, they were in the negative after the first quarter in terms of was, total yards. It was, it was okay, okay. Well, I mean, okay, I, I, I just. I don't know if it was necessarily a slow start or if Green Bay was actually executing their game plan. Yeah, when we talked about it, that D line got after it a lot, a lot, man. I they way more than I expected. I wasn't expecting all that. Yeah. So, and I don't think that I don't think the Niners' offensive line was either. And then you adjust and you say, okay, now you want to play that way can you sustain it and they couldn't do it so that's that's the way i look at it a slow start i mean the rams that's a slow start you i mean you're down three scores okay you're not keeping pace okay <laughs> but it was a one score game so i don't know okay anyway here we go i, I love working with you on here ed um you're you're a coach man you i mean you the 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 vocabulary um, there, there's certain buzzwords that you use. I mean, your, your philosophy, like it's all the believe in 49ers fan base is, is getting a glimpse of the philosophy if, and when you ever decide to go that route. And you, I mean, you, you say things, obviously, I mean, you're the confidence that you speak with. Like, I just can't, I just can't, I'm obviously we talked about last week. I'm too unstable to go there right um but but but, i mean you 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 come on here and you you speak so confidently and it's not it's it's not um it's it's confidence but it's not arrogance as it relates to the colors right um because because as you mentioned all the time right you scout with your head not with your heart um you know like a lot of yeah confidence comes from doing and when you ericisms yeah no i mean when you when you've done things a certain way You've seen them work. Why wouldn't they work again? That's that's the thing. It, it, it's not that complicated. There, there are only so many things that can happen on a football field. There just there, there are only so many things that can happen. So the question is, what? Once I figure out the things that you like to do, number one, I have to go to like. So what do you like to do when you're on the field? First, I got to figure that out. Next, now that I know what you like to do, what do you do really well? Okay. Okay, so now this is what you do well. Now, out of those things that you do well, these are the things you like to do. These are the things you do well. Which of those things give me problems? Because those are the things that you're going to try to do against me the most. Once I once I go through that, now how do I combat it? Like I say, know what you hey, know what you're not good at and avoid it at all costs. How do I avoid allowing you to put me in a situation? to where you have the advantage. That's all football is. It's every job. What do I have to do to be successful at my job? Whether I am coaching ball, playing ball, um, doing surgery, delivering mail, 
um, you know, working at a, at a keyboard, I'm doing statistics. What do I have to do? What's the formula? That's all it is, man. And once you know that, you can confidently say, doing these things back to Kyle. Guys, wait a minute. We thought this. Now we know that. So let's do that. That's all football is. I guess I should mention during my coaching days, I was paranoid all the time. So, I mean, that's yeah, that. You're just, that's you. <laughs> that's, you. that's you. See, see, that's the, see, you. Name me a head coach that isn't paranoid, though, right? No, no, no. That's the thing. Like I said, co head coaches have to worry about the what if. Yeah. You have to worry about the what if. And that's why you got to have other guys around that can say, no, let's go this route. You, you're paralyzed by that at times. You yeah. have to work, but 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 the best of the head coaches can say, you know what? Now, no, we're gonna go a period. When we get in this situation, now everything that has happened now the entire time I've been saying that if, when we get in this situation all week long in this situation with this much time and this type of lead or this deficit, we're gonna go B. But this game has told me. No, this isn't a B day. It's got to be A or C. Yeah. And that's where the best coaches are. Those, when I say you need a coach to make those type of decisions to help you win one or two games, that was Kyle Green Bay, give the ball to Debo. That was one of those. Yes. You know what? Yeah. I know we said B in that third and six, but I'm watching them. Watch me. And watching you, watching me, lets me know that you think I'm going B. I'm going A. Yeah. And there you go. That's that's what you have to do as a coach. You talk about a season-defining call, at least up to this point. Man, I, my guys were John Selby, Jeff Russell, Mark Slevkov. Those guys were they 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 kept me in line, uh, so to speak. With something <laughs> else, I want to get into Ed. And and okay. we talked about just the level of paranoia here um, previously as it relates to to the Rams and the way they look at the 49ers. So there's still some of that going on. It's in the papers. Um, I, I think there's a little bit more confidence because of that three three times thing that, that we talked about earlier. I think that's that's where some of the confidence comes from. You know, from the Rams? Yeah, just from yeah. from some of some some of the voices associated. Like when you listen to talk radio and, and things of that nature, right? Like there, there's there's they've that. been crazy. They've been crazy this yeah. week, right? There's like there's like and they're doing, you know, they have to have it. Like they can't, right? But then there's also this other thing about tickets mm -hmm. and trying to restrict ticket sales to people exclusively within southern california yeah. los angeles zip codes yeah that made right? me laugh when i and first that, that that came out that came out prior to the rams even taking the field against tampa if, yeah. if i remember correctly right so that's been like a whole thing mm -hmm. and that's been on the news pretty much every day this week tickets what's the what's it going to look like now i was there week 18 and and it was easy like 65 35 maybe 70 30 in favor of the Niners in terms of fans and so the Rams trying to combat that right knowing that they were going to play the Niners they, they didn't want it to be Levi South as, as some people have yeah have been have been calling it um Tennessee did this last week mm -hmm. when they played Cincinnati and it didn't work out that well. Buddy of mine's big time Bengals fan. He went out there. He said, "Oh yeah, no, nah, it was a it, it was a takeover for the most part." To me, 
I think things trickle from the top down. And I think that could be a toxic form of thinking for those organizations, for Tennessee. I'm not saying that's the reason Tannehill threw three interceptions, but I it would be ignorant of me to think that all of that doesn't play a role somehow because guys hear that stuff, right? Yeah. And for these Rams as well, it's coming from the top of your organization. You know, our team can't win if there's the majority of Niners fans in our home stadium, right? right. Am right. I am I am I making too much of this or um no, that is the mindset. So again, back to this. So like, like I said, football is not that complicated and all of these type things. That's why I said, if you go into this game and the keys, I was saying, if you go into this game saying that, you know what, we're going to beat you up and do all these things. No, you're not. You, you're going to lose that fight. You've lost it every other time. You get knocked out, be it a TKO or a KO, you get knocked out every time you try to fight me. So why are you going to try to fight me again? That's dumb. From the top, you're saying if the fans, if there are more fans for the Niners in here than ours, that's an issue, and that's why we lost the last time. So that means you can't beat them on the road, right? So all of these type things you're telling yourself, but you're saying, I got to have perfect conditions to beat this club? That's the mindset of the organization. So, so, that's, so you're right. That's the umbrella that everything, that all of the coaches, all of the football staff, all of the players live under. That's the umbrella that you work within. The air under that umbrella, the light that shines under that umbrella all says red is an issue. And we cannot function if, if without this red being gone. We can't function, yes. That's the mindset of the organization. That's why I don't lose sleep. Rams week. <laughs> players have been players, coaches have had to answer these questions all week, right? And they've been answering them pretty much ever since that game, right? Immediately after the game. Oh, what did you think about all the Niners fans? And all this week leading up to this game, they had they've had to answer those type questions. It's been written in articles. It's been on the news every single day. Uh, it's. I mean, I, I think. I think that's a, I think that's a real thing, and, and I think that it it tells me your focus your focus isn't where it needs to be um, as an organization. Yeah, as an organization, and this is the thing that it does either way, regardless. It's and it's inspired the, the Niners. I mean, you got okay. Debo, you got Fred Warner on Twitter. They, they, they. You got Joe, St- Joe Staley, uh, your, your, your boy Frank Gordon. Like, hey, we'll buy tickets for the Niners fans. And, and look at this. And this is this is the other aspect of that, uh, because none of that has anything to do with what happens on the field. That's why I always say basketball players are as, as far as the as far far as um, being mentally tough. Basketball players are as far as professional athletes go. I know, I, I know how gifted they are as physical beings, but as far as an athletic mindset, they basketball players are the weakest-minded athletes on planet Earth. All of y'all can look at this. I'm sorry, professional basketball players, the weakest-minded individuals when it comes to competing. On and this is the thing because I don't know. I've never understood how you can have a series, a seven-game series and a team wins at home by 30 and then goes on the road and loses by 30. How can I be 30 points better than you in one building and have a 60-point swing? You can't be that much better than me. 
just because in, in every, I got friends who are professional basketball players, had them back in the day. I've, and all of them say, man, it's tough with the crowd noise and, and all of these things are different and all of them like, like, bro, the rim is 10 feet, the court's the same dimensions. Everything's the same. It's just like a football team. I go to a different field. It's still 53 yards wide. It's still 100 yards long. Nothing changes. So my game shouldn't change. How I play, how you approach it is different. So whether back to the Rams, whether it's if you go out there and it's red, you have heard all of this talk that that could be an issue. If you go out there and it's blue or white or go whatever color they decide to wear um, in the stands, if it's those colors, you have this false sense of security. That still ain't gonna stop you from getting punched in the beak. Because mm. that's what the Niners do. Ask Green Bay, ask Dallas. It doesn't matter what the field is, they're gonna punch you in the face. So it doesn't matter if, you're, if the crowd is cheering for them or not. They were getting booed at home. And they were still punching people in the face. So that's the thing. When you uh, when you have that mindset as a team, as a player, as an organization, it's gonna it's gonna be tough. Because what did I say last week? You don't have to play perfect to win. You're not. You don't need perfect conditions to win a football game. You just have to execute, and you gotta have your stars play like stars. Your role players got to know their role, take pride in their role, and perform at a high level that given day and a couple of surprises. That's how you win a championship, those three things. It all goes down Sunday, 3.40 p.m. local time at SoFi Stadium, Niners and Rams for the right to go to Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium. And we want to encourage you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like or follow button. Uh, you, su- you can subscribe to us on YouTube as well. Get involved in the conversation on social media. I'm at our Haylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Twitter. And then on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis underscore 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 underscore. So for my partner, Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see y'all next week. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.